0: Trust me, Ken. Your editors are gonna love this.
1: <laughs> nice. So, whenever Look, you're I ready, can I can go money. ahead. All right, we're we're ready. Let's let's start this. Breaking changes. Take one, and the only one we're gonna do. All right. Well, welcome back. We're here for another episode of Breaking Changes, and today I have uh, Karan from uh, GitHub joining us. Um, he's a, de- a developer relations professional, but he's more focused on on DevOps and and really, you know, focusing on what developers need when it comes to what they're trying uh, trying to accomplish in, in each of their days. So, welcome. Thanks for joining me.
0: Uh, hello everyone, and uh, thanks for having me out over here, Kim. Uh, I'm really, really excited to be out here on uh, breaking changes, uh, discussing a lot about uh, you know what what we have in store, and then you know hopefully we can have a nice conversation.
1: Great. Well, so you're you're at GitHub, and I think a lot of us in the developer realm, you know, just assume everyone knows what GitHub is. Uh, but I, you know, th- with this show, I really want to reach outside the echo chamber. So for, uh, you know, for non-technical people, for business leadership, what's GitHub? Uh,
0: that's a good point, you know. I mean, so GitHub is essentially a collaboration platform for software developers and their teams to work together on creating software, you know. So, of course, most of them might know about it, uh, about like hosting code, uh, but it's more, of course, of a entire collaboration
1: platform. And so, I mean, I think a lot of folks think of it as open source, but it's much more than just open source. What, in your experience, you know, what what do develop what, what do people understand misunderstand about GitHub? I mean, what what does it do beyond just just code? Yeah, you know, I I think you know, like have you have you said uh, can
0: most of them think about GitHub when it comes to as open source or hosting code, etc. Whereas GitHub is a more powerful development and a collaboration platform uh, that includes a whole lot of other features as well. For example, you can do things like automation, uh, you know, you can have security features built into the development workflows, uh, a whole lot of collaboration stuff as well. So, so it's not just about like, go host your code and forget about it, but that's where all of the development really happens on GitHub. So there's a whole lot more than just, you know, hosting
1: code. So, so is GitHub just for developers? If I'm a non-developer, should I be concerned with GitHub at all? Uh, in a way,
0: yes. I mean, if you're a non-developer, you don't really have to be like concerned with it per se. But many people who are you know, not a developer or technically not writing code as well might find themselves using GitHub because they would usually be collaborating with other developers uh, and other folks and working together as a team to develop software, right? And most of the software uh, happens in a collaborative fashion these days. So you might find folks like, you know, designers, marketing managers, or, you know, content writers, documentation writers, et cetera, uh, working very closely on GitHub with all of the developers because, you know, um, outside of just the code aspects, uh, there's a whole lot more to GitHub on the collaboration aspects as well, you know? So, uh, in fact, I, I know of uh, people who are even in finance, uh, you know, using GitHub while collaborating on a whole lot of things with developers and things like that.
1: I mean, that really gets at what I think is the, the the important thing about open source is it's easy to think that it's just the code that makes open source, but it's really the people, the collaboration, the the communication around it that makes it work and I would say the automation and the other things that that we use to kind of manage the process. So I think, um, yeah, I think we need to work on getting folks over their non-developer business type folks over their fear of GitHub and realizing that there's a place for them, even if they're not doing pull requests and pushing code. So, well, before we go too too much down into the, you know, the GitHub and, and kind of developer rabbit hole, how did you end up at github what were you doing before you started github and what brought you there
0: it's <laughs> a good question you know so first of all i'm i'm a developer by heart you know so i've always been interested in helping other developers uh, which is what kind of like led me into you know the profession of uh, developer relations uh, and you know i've been working with various developer focused organizations in you know in different segments often varying Multiple hats right now. I just have one, but uh, often multiple hats on. You know, advocacy or evangelism or relations or marketing or, you know, developer experience, etc. So I've been doing this, you know, for quite a while now. And uh, you know, as a developer, I I realize, uh, you know, that I'm able to help other developers as well. And uh, you know, on, you know, kind of thinking about it, I strongly believe that uh, developers. All of us really have the power to build software and to do things that can advance human progress. You know, so and and personally, and most recently as well, uh, we've seen this in action where uh, there were many open source projects built by, you know, uh, contributors around the world uh, that was used in the Mars helicopter project by NASA. Right. So uh, we as a developer community kind of help enable that. So that's that's how awesome it is. And uh, I've always, you know, uh, realized and seen the impact that GitHub creates among developers, and you know the way it empowers them. That's always been fascinating for me, and that's when I realized that uh, this is where that I could, you know, do 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 the most impactful work of uh, helping millions and millions of uh, developers.
1: So you're you're based in India. Is your reach for for this just in India, or is, is it much wider than that?
0: So, uh, you know, developer relations at GitHub, you know, is is a global function uh, where we cater to developers across the world, and uh, you know, just like any other you know collaboration team or an open source team, we work as a distributed team in various time zones as well. Uh, so, since I am in India, and uh, India is one of the largest developer ecosystems in the world. Uh, a large part of my work involves India, uh, but I work on projects
1: uh, globally as well. So developer relations has been, I would say, um, it's not new. its It's been evolving over quite a few years. It's actually getting very mature, I would say, and professional. There's Most companies who are, who are doing things in the tech space realize they need developer relations, they need to increase investment in developer experience. But this also means there's a lot of us out there. So how do you differentiate yourself? What what makes your brand of of developer relations unique? And, and would you say helpful to developers?
0: Yeah, good, good question. You know, like how you said there are there are a lot of folks who are doing some amazing work in developer relations, you know, uh, which is kind of like helping all of the developers. For me, personally speaking, it's it's the work of empowerment, you know. It's really about helping millions of developers uh know what's at their disposal, how it can help them better their work and kind of you know, helping find a platform to showcase their work as well, sometimes. Uh, and of course, to listen to how uh you know all of the organizations and the teams can help each other do their best work, you know, with, with what we know and what we have. So, uh, you know, of course, we as developers, uh, you know, uh, sometimes need, of course, help when it comes to, uh, you know, what's available, how can I use it, how can I kind of, uh, you know, showcase my work, etc. And I think that's that's where the empowerment of developer relations comes in. And, and to me, that is what developer relations really mean of, of empowering all of these millions of developers.
1: Well, I think... You know, in and what I do in my job reflects what, what you just described. But I would say my unique is pretty hat based. I you know, uh that helps me stand out and and, and I'm remembered for what I do. But hopefully I touch folks and, and help them out in, in similar ways as you do. Um, so let's dive into kind of, you know, the the details of how you do that. So DevOps, you you, you know, you you're a professional that kind of lives at the intersection of, of developer relations and DevOps. What is DevOps and why does it matter today?
0: <laughs> you know, I really love this question whenever it comes up, uh, because it's, uh, you know, while it's still being adopted, it's DevOps is essentially a culture, you know, mainly, and a set of practices that helps bring development and operations teams closer together uh, for a common objective of achieving better delivery velocity, uh, higher reliability and, of course, you know, agility. So, uh, you know, most people think that it's just tools and bringing them together, but it's essentially more of a culture and a practice. So, you know, in today's world, where consumers anywhere face tons of options for their needs, you know, especially in software, you have like so many options for like literally everything. So that's where you know, quality and velocity would be a really high importance to businesses and uh, to meet these increasing demands of quality and velocity and also, uh, you know, have an edge over others. Companies have realized that adopting DevOps practices and cultivating that culture is important for their business needs as well, you know, because it, it helps them uh, have that edge on the curve for quality and velocity with whatever products or services that they have to offer.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you touched on this before. It's it's it, like we we talked about with open source, it's much more than just the tool. It's culture. It's it's how people work together. It's and and that's why I would say developer relations and that kind of enablement really fits well with this. So when it comes to that that overall kind of toolbox and kind of culture, how does GitHub fit into that? How does GitHub help uh, companies realize DevOps?
0: Right, you know. So, so DevOps in itself, of course, is a practice and a culture, like how we mentioned, but it's uh, it's supported by various tools that developers and Ops engineers often use. Um, so, the way that uh, GitHub fits in is it sits at the center of all of these tools, uh, often you know, acting like an orchestrator. So for example, teams use features like GitHub issues, projects and milestones for the planning cycle of DevOps. Uh, you know, they use things like uh, uh, the CLI and Git itself and pull requests, code spaces, etc., for the coding part. Uh, and also, of course, the powerful automation platform GitHub actions for some of the rest of the life cycle, you know, like builds and tests and releases, deployments etc. So it's almost like how I mentioned you know uh, GitHub sits at the center and acts like an orchestrator.
1: And how does apis fit into that picture GitHub apis but also other <laughs> apis right you know uh,
0: to put it in really simple terms, without apis, DevOps practices would have been a nightmare, a total nightmare, you know, <laughs> because uh, in in today's world, right? So teams and organizations use multiple tools, plethora of tools, as a part of their DevOps practices. Now, if these tools weren't able to integrate well and communicate with each other using APIs, it would beat agility, uh, you know, which is one of the fundamental existential reasons for the DevOps culture itself. So you know, without like how I said, without APIs, DevOps would really be a nightmare. So, uh, but today, almost you know, every developer and ops engineer uh, knows about API, and thanks to organization like, you know, Postman helping make uh, APIs more easily accessible and consumable as well. So, so kind of APIs really, really sits at um, what helps make DevOps realizable.
1: Yeah, and for me, I mean GitHub is i would say that when i realized github was more than a coding platform it was a it was a social platform it was a people yeah. platform and right. and then i that i could manage uh you know using issues i could do projects i could manage content in in a repo that it wasn't just code in there that took took it to a new level for me but then once i realized all of that had an api as well that i could automate and orchestrate with the github api on top of that it just it, it it blew my mind, and and then actions I would say as well. Like once you realize, I mean, one of the most common actions that I use is a is a, um, the ability to run a get a Postman collection um, using so so Postman collection pointing to a specific API with a certain set of keys run as an action. So I can basically any API out there I can I can run as an action. But I'm as usual. I'm getting too excited and and I get ahead of myself. So um, <laughs> let's let's backpedal a little bit and stick yeah. uh, stick with the uh, what I had planned. So I dove into actions. What are GitHub Actions? <laughs> it's
0: a good point, you know. So uh, of course, I've I've teased in a little bit around what it is, but uh, GitHub Actions essentially is you know a workflow automation tool. So, you know, this can be used to automate various tasks in a development workflow. So people use it for, uh, you know, of course, continuous integration, continuous delivery. They use it for project management, administration and a whole lot of other use cases. Now, so you can use the thousands of GitHub actions that uh, the community has built and published on the GitHub Marketplace or you can even build your own action to suit a very specific use case. So to put it in simple terms, right? Um, what GitHub Actions provides is a way to automate things. What you automate is up to you. So you can
1: automate a whole lot of things. Well, and I, when I first read about GitHub Actions, I was like, okay, this makes sense. This is, this is just GitHub trying to take back a little bit of the CI, CD <laughs> market share but it's much more than that right
0: yeah you know of course ci cd is indeed one of the most common use cases of uh, github actions but it's not the only use case you know like how i mentioned before it's used to automate a whole lot of other parts of a developer's workflow as well you know such as managing issues like how you mentioned or even scheduling certain tasks or say administering users within a team or things like that so Actions is intended to help a developer automate most of the common tasks that one encounters as a part of their regular development workflow. So you know if you already have you know, Jenkins or something in, in place for CI, then they create solutions. So why fix a problem if it's not causing pain, right? But you know you can also use actions in combination if you want to automate those other aspects that are causing pain, you know like the automation around your issues or releases and things like that. So it kind of you know, plays in however uh, you want it to be, however you want to use it. Uh, but I would say actions has some distinct advantages as well you know to some teams due to the way you can easily provision new Mac, New Windows or even Linux build machines on demand, and you, you don't have to keep them up to date as GitHub also can host them for you. So, but it's it's totally up to the team. It's totally up to the uh, you know developers of how they want to uh, use it because it's it's not a zero sum game. You know, uh, more people are doing CI/CD now because we made it easier to get started.
1: Yeah, that's. I would say that was the um the kind of holy grail f- moment for me, when I actually dug into to Actions is. And I should have known this was coming. Is the the essence of GitHub being Git being the core you need to accomplish, you know, version control, source control, Git. But then GitHub brought this whole social, people, collaborative environment to it that something like Actions would reflect that is. There's a much more network effect and you touched on it with the marketplace. So it's not just about what it enables for you. It's about others influencing you, at learning from others, reverse engineering other people, or just, I don't have the time to develop this. I'm gonna go find something in the marketplace. So can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, it's I, I, I didn't know about the marketplace and I didn't know that I could just find people's actions. So, talk to me about that ne- that continuation of that network effect.
0: Right, that's that's really interesting. You know, so so uh, looking at how a developer can make use of actions today is by writing simple YAML files. You know, and one can create their own actions as well using the fundamental building blocks that the platform provides. Now, um, if you take bring in marketplace into the act, uh, into the action and pun unintended, uh, developers today have created thousands of actions and published them on the marketplace, you know. And now these can be used by developers just by including it in their YAML workflow files, you know. So you have an action that's published, you just reference it, and then, you know, you can use it. So it has made uh, developers' lives easier and GitHub's platform as well more extensible for the use of all. So it's continuing to create a community of uh, creators, and actually, this is where the power of the community around GitHub comes in, uh, which reflects in that there are more than nine thousand actions in the GitHub Marketplace, uh, you know, today, compared to say uh, something around two thousand or so that uh, Jenkins has, you know, uh, and that means if you're trying to get started with automation as a part of your uh, DevOps culture. The likelihood is you can build on the work of others around you because of this huge number of actions and the really large community around it.
1: Yeah, that uh, when when the bell went on or the light went on for me is when I was trying to uh, deploy an API, and and I I needed the code that was in a repo to be published as an Amazon S3 uh, Lam- uh sorry, not S3, Amazon Lambda. And, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to figure out the actions, how to do this. And I was like, wait, no, I'll just search the marketplace for Lambda. Boom. There, there it was. I didn't, I, I went from something daunting that could have been hours or days, depending on how much to minutes. And I was up and and generating code and publishing it as a lambda, and my APIs were deployed so like taking me from uh you know a potentially a lot of work and just saving me time and that's that network effect that I really find find valuable now I'm still learning about the the automation capabilities like so talk to me about how you can automate your world and and maybe some examples of how you use GitHub actions to automate.
0: <laughs> That's a good point, you know, like uh so essentially, you know actions has this very simple structure of how you can automate wherein you look for certain uh triggers as to what can trigger a workflow and then how do you respond to it you know so it's it's uh so essentially you can say that okay, this is the cause that I want an automation to be triggered, and this is the effect that I want it to happen you know it's it's as simple as that. And when it comes to the triggers, there's, of course, a whole lot of things that happen on GitHub itself that you can trigger the action workflows or even from outside of GitHub, you know, if you have uh, an event that happens somewhere else, uh, you can trigger a automation workflow with that, you know so uh for me i you know i use it for a whole lot of things uh you know i use it for a certain project management for example just managing uh, all of the issues that's out over there and kind of you know say uh opening them at certain times closing them adding comments etc uh, and also, I use it to kind of you know do some of the uh, builds, et cetera, that I have to do for certain softwares and things like that, right? So, and it's also it's also you know uh, what I touched upon earlier, really easy to go build your own action as well. Uh, so there are of course you know multiple actions that are already available on the marketplace, but if you find a use case that you think doesn't already exist you can go build your own action um for yourself or you can go easily publish it on the marketplace also for others to use so actions has almost you know become like a second nature for me where i'm you know uh, kind of continuously and consciously using it uh and interacting with it on a daily basis
1: yeah i mean that that automation in my world i think we're all looking for that kind of meaningful augmentation of of the work we're already doing. How do we do get get more out of our day? How do we be more efficient in what we're doing and maybe, you know, get a little bit more free time in there as well, because things are being automated away and we can uh, focus on reading the latest article or or book that we're, we're, we need for our career. Um, So moving on from actions and going into what I would say, you know, open source is is what a lot of people associate with GitHub. But I think there's also like there's a lot of misconceptions around GitHub. There's a lot of misconceptions around open source and how you get involved in open source and, and what you need to do to do open source. And 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 not a lot of not every enterprise organization I come across is ready for open source but i would say there's all there's there's a lot of open source that 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 we can that companies can learn from and you when we talked previously there you you shared with me some insights on what's called inner source and this is a, a concept that i'm fairly new to so can you explain what inner source is and and how it applies to enterprise organizations
0: right that's a that's a really good point you know ken because uh it's something that you know enterprises are really excited about and what it's called is inner source you know so essentially it's um wherein enterprises adopt the practices of open source development for private code held internally you know so uh, that's that's how i would put what inner source is you know and uh, this is this is usually a collaborative effort and you know needs alignment with all of the stakeholders of a software that is being developed within an enterprise uh, because it's not just the usage of a certain set of tools but a practice and a culture you know that includes things like how does collaboration happen how developers make their code reusable how the rest of the teams help in contributing etc so what enterprises you know usually do is they learn from other large open source projects uh, all through resources like white paper, case studies and you know workshops that, that organizations like GitHub uh, organize as well. So it's, uh, you know, in, in a nutshell, it's about bringing that culture and bringing the practice and bringing those benefits of open source uh, to internal private code within enterprises so that you get all of those benefits that open source has uh, for your enterprise as well.
1: So it's not just about the licensing of our code it's it's much more than that.
0: That's right so you know it's uh it's not just about licensing you know because uh you know even even if you look at generally open source uh many folks usually think that it's okay it's just about licensing you know uh, how a software is licensed. Uh, licensing is indeed a key aspect that differentiates open source software Uh, But there's more to it, you know, like how I mentioned, the key part is the collaboration, the culture and really the impact of open source that differentiates it. And these are the exact same components that enterprises really want to bring in within their organization as well, uh, to improve the collaboration, to improve the culture of development, to make code more, you know, uh, reusable and, you know, to reduce wasted resources drive rapid development, reduce silos, you know, all of these benefits that we already see in open source um, are kind of being brought into enterprises as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's a lot more than just licensing because it's, it's a culture.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of organizations realize they can use open source, Mm -hmm. open source technology and softwares uh, very valuable to put, put to work when across your enterprise organization. But I think a lot of people draw the line when it comes to applying open source concepts, but this opens up a whole nother doorway. I would say that you can learn from apply, uh, grow and evolve your teams in an open source way, but you don't have to be building open source software or giving away code, um, that you can really tap into all the benefits of open source and then over time when you're ready maybe you can start contributing to existing projects that you use or like you said uh contribute uh github actions to the marketplace maybe some of the actions that you've implemented to automate your world um are a little bit better uh, a little bit more mature and you're ready to put them out there and so i i think it's very much uh, a a learning and evolutionary process so does does Devrel? uh apply in the same ways can you do de- developer relations with inner source within an enterprise absolutely you know because uh
0: many of the enterprises of course depending on their maturity they they work very differently when it comes to how they want to have inner source practices uh set up etc and essentially you know devrel on most of the stakeholder sites, be it, you know um, the open source projects, or be it the organizations behind these open source projects, or even these enterprises companies, you know, um, have all of these DevRel teams, which kind of talk very much to each other. Uh, so, say for example, you know, for for me as uh, a DevRel person within GitHub, uh, you know, I would be able to help enterprises connect with, say, certain projects uh, that you know they want to learn more from, understand how uh, they implement their development uh, practices, et cetera. Um, or you know, help with, you know, things like the white papers and the workshops or case studies, et cetera, so that enterprises really understand uh, you know, what it really takes to bring in that inner source culture. So uh, so DevRel also forms a really key part over here in kind of um, uh, not just like advising, but also providing all of those resources to the enterprises and developers within enterprises as well uh, to help grow this inner source culture with, within their organizations.
1: When it, when it comes to reaching a community, whether it's external or internal, what's your most effective tool out of all those things that you just you you utilize what what's your what's the favorite one for you to employ in in reaching your community
0: <laughs> that's a good point you know um i am part of the community you know so that's 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 the really nice thing about being in tevere you know because we are already a part of the community, you know, so I myself am a developer, you know, so I'm I'm using all the same mediums as all of my peers and all of the other developers, you know, are using. So be it be Twitter or LinkedIn or YouTube or Twitch or even Clubhouse or Meetup or whatever it is, you know. So um, so it, it becomes really easier, uh, you know, to kind of go and then Listen to peers, talk to peers, what they uh, what they like or what they don't like, what they need, and then you know uh, what it is that uh, we can do supporting the community, etc. So, uh, so you know, like how I mentioned, it's uh, you know, it's 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 whatever that the community is using uh, is what I use as well. So it it becomes really easier.
1: It's not just adopting some other tool for the sake of of reaching. It's actually being part of a community and understanding what tools they're using, and being a genuine part, making those tools a genuine part of your daily work uh, workflow and what you do.
0: Absolutely, you know. So it's that's that's something because you know I'm uh, I'm talking to you know the same set of contributors because I'm contributing to some project or I'm uh, you know doing the same stuff. Uh, of building actions or using actions along with all of the other folks, or I'm there in you know similar meetups or you know live streams, etc. So it's uh, uh, you know so it's it's uh, I am a part of the community, you know.
1: And and with this re- this reflects the global nature of what you do as well too, because because you're publishing and demonstrating your work on a blog, on a GitHub, uh, these things can be engage with asynchronously people can tune into your work and and it doesn't have to be in your time zone. I mean I think we we reflect this it's it's evening for you it's early morning for me here. Uh, we're still able to do uh, do live streams and, and work together and, and and share information and help each other out and engage so it's really about understanding uh, you know how your community works. But it doesn't mean time zone or culturally that that this is really a a global uh, a global approach to what what it is that we do. So how does how does GitHub enable that from that standpoint? What are what are your favorite parts of GitHub that enable you to have that global reach but remain part of your community?
0: Right, and also for. For us as as uh, you know as github and especially devril uh folks who are part of the community right Uh, but constantly listening to peers you know so um so in fact inclusion and also uh the global experience that we provide to developers it's not just a company culture but also a platform culture you know for all of us so when we look at github it's used by developers from almost all parts of the world today, from every nook and corner, you know. So uh, we kind of continuously talking to our peer developers across all of these other regions, and also, you know, uh, the, the product team, the engineering team, etc. You know, and of course, all the other teams are working on continuously improving the developer experience for all of the developers around the world, and. Uh, there are multiple dimensions to this right so it, it could just be the technologies or it could be accessibilities uh, or it could just be you know supporting developers through many open source programs you know? uh, so for example just an example is our github meetups that we do developer meetups uh, so we do meetups in so many different regions talking to so many developers and you know celebrating the communities uh over there so uh you know so that i think that's that's what I meant when I said that it's not just a company culture, but it's also a platform culture uh, for us. And also, like how you mentioned, Kin, you know, it's a uh, uh, GitHub because of the collaborative nature of open source. Uh, you know, you can easily work asynchronously on it. Uh, so, so there are folks who work through issues, collaborate through issues, and then you know, project boards and everything else, etc. To to get to get work going, so um, so there are these various dimensions of uh, of really enabling developers from across the world uh, on GitHub.
1: Yeah, I would say issues are my favorite for that. I think issues are the most powerful, widest-reaching aspect of what what GitHub does. Um, but when it comes to meetups, are you looking forward to going back in person when it comes to the meetup scene?
0: absolutely you know <laughs> um i think you know i'm i'm really very really excited because you know that when when a lot of these uh things come into play uh you know events are one of the ways how uh, we as github help developers connect with each other and also learn from others and also for us to meet the community and have a dialogue so uh so it's for a developer person like me right it's it's one of the best experiences wherein i can meet with and learn from developers make real connections uh, even friends uh, you know with them as, as really people so of course the the current pandemic scenario across the world has uh, made meeting people in person difficult um, and i think that's that's why we are doing breaking changes as well <laughs> uh, you know virtually but i think that's when that's when the role of github as a as a collaboration platform is becoming more important, you know, because when we're meeting and interacting with others virtually. So, but uh, yeah, what what about you? ken are you also really looking forward to going back out there and uh, meeting your peers and meeting other developers?
1: I mean, I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this for a decade, so I'm really good at the in-person. But I've really have grown. Fond of of the, these these virtual engagements and it being, you know, to to make this happen, you know, we had to do some scheduling and and work around each other's schedules and that works out nice. Um, but with that said, I do miss the 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 bonding, the the strength building of relationships that in person, and and I have a variety of virtual calls that I do with people who I've met in person, and. They're old friends, you know. They feel they feel like they're old lifelong friends because I've seen them at so many meetups. I've seen them at so many conferences. Um, I know I can count on them to 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 show up for a talk. So so I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit of both camps. I would say I'm I'm a little <laughs> nervous, but breaking changes is very much about um, working through my rolodex, talking to people, building relationships, and opening up doors with folks like you, with the intent. To bring uh, folks to uh, Postman uh, Postman Galaxy, which is our flagship event, and really kind of cultivate and find interesting people like you who are working on things and have those conversations, so that when we do the next event, whether it's in person or virtual, um, we don't know yet. I'm hoping it'll be in person that you can come and you and I can hang out together. So uh, I know you know, like Postman Galaxy, uh, GitHub has the universe. So GitHub's bigger, obviously, because you guys have the universe, and we just have a galaxy. <laughs> but um, can you talk to me about the role that uh, you, GitHub Universe plays in 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 your in what you do as, as as a developer relations professional?
0: Right. So that's a nice play of words, you know, universe and galaxy. But uh, you know, so so Universe is one of our flagship events where uh, many developers from across the world uh, come together. Uh, of course, this is something that we used to do in person before COVID. Uh, but you know, uh, last year has been uh, virtual, and uh, you know, so so that's that's how Universe uh, you know has been, wherein you know it's uh, it's where we bring many developers from across the world uh, together. And and I know I, I touched upon this a little bit, but it's you know, be it Universe or be it the meetups or be it uh, all of the other events that we do. Uh, you know it's it's kind of like one of the ways where we as GitHub help developers to connect with each other because I know many many of the developers or speakers uh, or even just folks who are just participating or hanging around, um, attend these uh, meetups or events or even universe and then walk back with a whole lot of learnings, a whole lot of connection to the speakers. Or to their peers in discussion forums or you know just hanging out by a uh, booth or networking areas in in-person events and really form that bonding and then go back. Uh, I myself also you know have walked away with uh, events which you know such really nice uh, you know takeaways not just in terms of like learning and content but also in terms of relations with uh, a whole lot of whole lot of people so that's you know that's one of the things you know that uh, universe does at a really large scale
1: Yeah the I would say it's and it's nice to have that that milestone every year where where people come together. it can be uh, you know really something you look forward to something you prepare for something you're thinking about and cultivating towards so you, so you have your best people there, your best talks your best your things that really grab people's attention and people really look forward to coming and being part of that. So in, in this, you know, I mean, breaking changes is about reaching outside the developer community and trying to, trying to reach other folks. And you and I have had this conversation today all without looking at any code or, <laughs> or doing anything very technical. And you keep talking about how it's about relationships and, and talking to people and helping people. This seems like what you do is way more about people than it is about just writing code or anything specifically technical. Is that true?
0: You know, uh, the the way that I look at it is um, technology and people kind of go hand in hand. So uh, what we're seeing increasingly is that the culture of a company or a team plays a huge role in the end product of a software. Uh, so you know. Culture and practices are what uh, what are driven by people, right? So in, in today's world, everyone has access to common developer tools and technologies, and and even students can learn it, practice it, master it, and start applying it. But if you look more closely, uh, you know some of some of the secret sources behind great software products are the people behind it, you know, because they are the ones who influence more about how the software gets developed what it means to an end user and ultimately impacts uh, how it helps other people and in our case you know how it helps uh, developers do a lot more with uh, you know our products right so i think that's that's where uh, you know people become a lot more important and uh, that is you know that is one of my uh, key things that that i'm passionate about as well
1: yeah, I mean, for me, I saw this early on that um, I was a database administrator, very technically focused, and I saw what APIs did for kind of breaking down the walls around our different groups and make forcing us to interact with other human beings, which was a good thing because we need to needed to do that. We were very closed up, and then. I really got into evangelism and developer relations and storytelling around it because of that. And, and it's what keeps me going. Yeah. I wouldn't keep doing it if it was just for the technology or writing code. I just not that passionate about code anymore. Uh, I'm more (laughs) passionate about people and connecting with folks like yourself. So when it comes to, you know, I'm always trying to pass the torch to other people because Developer relations is a is a real career. It's a real job you can have now. Um, and there's there's different areas that you can go into. You can go, you know, more evangelism, more marketing, more um, developer experience, the other areas that you mentioned. Where do you get your knowledge? Do you have books that you read? Do you have sites? What? How? If I if I was just getting going in this space, one of our listeners, what do I do? How do I how do I obtain the knowledge that you have now? <laughs> it's a good point. You know, I'm I'm actually a very
0: avid reader, uh, Kin. Um, you know, usually I might I might be around my bookshelf, but that's not over here right now. But I I read you know uh, books from a whole lot of g- genres. You know, like be it biographies or business or technical or you know self improvement etc. And you know this this really helps a lot because like how you mentioned, you know when. Uh, when we are working with people, right? So there are a whole lot of dimensions that come in. Uh, there are a whole lot of stories that come in, and there are you know ways that uh, that will help us do our uh, work better. So uh, for me, I'm I'm reading a lot more about you know uh, say how to do better conversations or how to make better presentations, you know, or learning a lot more on certain domain aspects, right? For example, things like um, Reading more on open source. Uh, for example, there is there is a really nice book, one of one of my favorites by uh, Nadia Iqbal, which is called Working in Public, um, where uh, where there's a really nice illustration of how did open source really evolve? What does it really mean, etc. Uh, what is the what is the role of people really when it comes to the open source? Uh, collaboration and open source projects etc so i tend to i tend to read a lot of books around uh, various different topics and domains etc so in fact that is one of the things that you would find me doing if i'm uh, if i'm not working i might i might probably be reading a book
1: yeah that 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 one book you mentioned is is uh working out in public it really emphasized the the how much the the maintainers behind like most of the projects we know are like one or two really strong personalities, and you may not see that if you're just focused on the code. It's it's one person, and then and then the 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 community itself contributing as well. That's the secondary I think human aspect. So um, lots to learn there. So what do you want to be remembered for in doing all of this? What's what what's your mark that you want to make on the space? <laughs>
0: i'm glad that you asked that so uh so i've i've been a really big follower of uh, the late scientist president of india uh, dr kalam that's who you can see uh, out over here in my uh-huh. uh, photo over there so he once had said that you know in a sheet of paper uh, write down what it is that you want to be remembered for and that will be the most important piece of paper in your entire life uh, that really struck struck a chord with me and and for me in a in a really short way right that paper would read or probably that summary or a sentence would read is to be remembered as a helpful human being and a technologist who helped impact millions of people through technology so hopefully that's that's something that you know i would uh, like to be remembered as
1: yeah, I mean, if I could leave something with listeners here that are, are business leadership folks who are, you know, making things happen within enterprise organizations is people like you are super valuable. They should be carving out the space. I think a lot of organizations have trouble connecting the direct kind of return on investment from hiring developer relations and carving out the space. And all I can say is, is, is Figure out a way to map it to your business. Figure out a way to come up with the the the, the payroll you need to hire folks like you because it matters. That type of an enablement um, will impact your bottom line. Will create new products and lines of services, and and it will enable developers to be more successful whether they're internally within uh, inner source. Whether they're externally within other open open source or or just even you know proprietary development you're doing, so definitely carve out the space for folks uh, to do uh, what what you're doing and what you you're so passionate about. So, um,
0: and a good with example that said, of that is organizations like GitHub and Postman itself,
1: right? Yes, yes, yeah. I think GitHub is is a model. I don't think you're a model, but I think what you're doing at GitHub and, and the kind of, you know, what I spoke about with GitHub um, with with actions, it's not just about the actions itself. It's about a community, the network effect of actions, me being able to find other actions. That's the benefit of what, of, of what you do. And I would say back to your DevOps definition, that it's culture. DevOps is not just a series of tools or changing access level between developers and operations, it's it's changing culture, and it needs folks like you helping to not just change that culture, but sustain it, grow it, evolve it, invest in it. So uh, what you do matters at that level. So um, absolutely. With that said, we've uh, I think we've we, we've hit our time. We're 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 closing on an hour. Um, anything you want to leave for our audience and our guests before we close up? Well, I would I
0: would just uh, you know say one thing probably is that there's there's a whole lot more that's to be done. And like how I uh, mentioned as well that uh, developers really have the power and the tools and uh, most of what they need available today to really go make that change. For all of us as humans, and uh, you know, for for a lot of the uh, uh, business leaders or uh, the management, etc., I think it's it's largely in the power of all of you as well to help all of the developers and your organization as well as the community to really get this whole thing to a to a really different level. You know, so um, that's. That's like one probably a um, thought that I would that I would leave uh, you know with with all of you uh, because of course there are things that would help uh, you know your organizations that would help your developers that would help your products that would help your uh, community that would help uh, you know your customers etc. But uh, overall, kind of encompassing is this larger that uh, many of the developers and uh, businesses have to kind of take just uh, human progress itself to a whole new level when
1: done rightly. And I think, Amen, (laughs) I think that's something (laughs) that could be applied across many different industries. Um, This isn't just something for the tech sector. So uh, whether you're in healthcare, finance, uh, wherever you're at, um, I think that's uh, good advice. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time today, and uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you either at Galaxy and or the universe, yeah, uh, GitHub Universe, and uh, and we'll talk more.
0: Thanks a lot, Kim. Uh, you know for having me out over here, and thanks to Postman. So it was a really nice conversation. We spoke about a whole lot of things, right? From you know GitHub as a community to open source to inner source to DevOps to automation to communities this is a really nice conversation and uh, and i hope uh, you know all of all of you listeners uh, would have found this valuable uh, as well uh, and this is this is just uh, you know a start in terms of uh, what can be done and what's uh, what's out over there so uh, once again thanks thanks a lot kin and then you know uh, hope to connect with you and uh, all of all of the listeners and all of the uh, folks out there
1: really very soon we'll keep the conversation going definitely thank you thank you